What's going on? This is Breaking Free Speech, the Breaking Free Skate Park podcast. It's been a a minute since we've done one of these. It's got a couple things to talk about. Try to make this brief. Two topics today. One, I'm going to update you on the current status of the skate park, how we're doing. And the second one, we're going to speak about staffing. Because I need help. So first and foremost, I want to tell you that this year so far has been the worst year that we've ever had, financially speaking. It's kind of peculiar. Last year, and when I say year, you have to understand we're speaking about not calendar year. Because my year is basically... October, a winter season, a summer season. It's kind of how it goes. My summers are generally about the same, and the winters can vary. Last year, the COVID year, was the busiest winter I had ever had by a sizable margin. It was incredible. After being closed for three months, And that's closed for three months with all of your bills due, including your $9,600 rent. That was really tough to get through. And luckily, we had some support via the Paycheck Protection Program. And we got a grant through Monroe County called a, what was it called? A Fast Forward Grant, which was part of the original CARES package money that was uh, appropriated and divided up to municipalities to uh, facilitate COVID relief. So that helped. We go into the winter post the initial COVID when there's still a lot of rules and lockdown stuff, and we go and have the busiest winter we've ever had. It was crazy. Frankly, at times I was like, this is probably too much. But at the same time, after almost losing the business through the shutdowns and seeing the potential of all of the hard work. And that's just not my hard work. All the people that helped BFS happen, all the volunteers to help move ramps from Syracuse and build stuff and everything. Just like it's just this big community group effort that went toward keeping the dream alive. Well, it was really put up in the air during COVID. So, You fast forward through that, and I'm busier than ever, and frankly, it's a little bit crazy how many people are coming in, but I'm not going to turn people away. Like, everything was so uncertain, so I just rolled with it, and uh, it really helped us make up for the lost ground, so all those winter months being our best winter months ever really compensated for the three months that we were closed and probably then some. Which brings us to this year. This winter was the worst winter I've ever had. And that's not to say that we're normally here, COVID brought me here, and now I'm back here. We're like down here. Month by month, I said we set record lows for uh, for sales traffic was down 
It's kind of crazy. It's a little worrisome. So, I don't know. I'm not like begging. I'm not asking for help. I'm just saying what every skate park everywhere always says. You know, keep us in mind during the winter time. Because you know, you might not. How am I gonna say this? It keeps in mind in the in the summer because you're gonna need us in the winter, right? Fair enough. And that doesn't mean you gotta like come in and skate in the hot skate park because it's so hot. But that means you know, come in, buy some product for me, support local. Hashtag shop local. You know, running a retail space, you might pay. 1500 bucks a month in rent, give or take, depends on the space. I'm paying nine grand a month in rent, so it's a lot. Along the same lines of trying to, you know, drive a little more traffic, I do have a, a punch card system I'm going to unveil. I don't have it to show you now, but we're going to have a stamp card. You know, you come in... So it's going to be this, the BFS Summer Savings Card. The Summer Savings Card will be, I think, your fifth. It's either the fifth one gets you a free session or after five stamps, you get a free session. And the other side of the card is your Winter Winnings Card, which is the same idea. But in the winter, it takes a couple more stamps. I think it's eight or nine to get your free session. So we're going to do that. You know, one card's are good for the summer. One card's good for the winter. Hopefully this might, uh, you know, it adds a little incentive uh, to drive just a little bit more traffic. And and speaking of that traffic, I want to give you my hypothesis on what has occurred this year, why my traffic is down. And for that, we're going to look at some data. So what I'm going to do is we're going to pull up some sign-in sheet data here. I'm going to shrink myself down to the corner. And we're going to look at this. So what we're looking at here is the sign-in sheet data for 2020. Sign-in sheet data for 2020 is not good because... It stopped when COVID started happening. And then throughout most of that year, when we reopened, we did not do a sign-in sheet because of the touching and the spread of germs and whatnot. But either way, let's look at this. This data is fairly typical. We had 47% skateboards. We had 35% scooters, 16% bikes. To cross we're going we're gonna to pull that forward, right? We're going to cross-reference to a couple years. So then we move into 2022. This is my really busy year. And here we have 44% skateboards, 30, sorry, yeah, 34% scooters. So you're looking here about a 10% difference. You're looking at here at maybe a 12% difference. Bikes stayed about the same. Now we go into 2022. And look what happened. 50% skateboards, 28% scooters. Now, what does this tell you? My hypothesis here is that 
the scooters are the little kids. And I noticed this in the beginning of this year when the winter kicked up. I was like, where are all the smaller kids? They weren't here. I think, and this is just me speculating, I think because of some of the COVID precautions in school, uh, where if a kid displays any sort of symptoms, they send him to the nurse, they send him home, her, them, whatever your pronoun is. They, you know, if you test positive, then all of a sudden, five days, mom has to pick you up from school, mom has to find a babysitter or stay home because you're quarantined. So I think... My guess here is that maybe parents are just a little apprehensive to bring their kids places they're coming in, in contact with random people because they don't want them to even get a cold because if you have any, any COVID-like symptoms, it could really, you know, mom's going to leave work, go pick up the kid, a whole bunch of nonsense. That, that's my guess. Um, another hypothesis I've heard is because of a year off of team sports, there wasn't soccer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe there was a big push this year to get people getting back into team sports. Uh, and that's not to say, like, we picked up new riders because there wasn't sports. If they all went back, you would see a return to my original numbers versus a decline here. So maybe a bunch of new, kid, new kids got back into soccer. They're pumped up. They told their friends to get into soccer. I don't know. Um, if you listen to this on uh, YouTube, feel free to comment what you think may have happened there. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe, maybe scooter riding, scooter riding is just declining in popularity. Could that be it? Don't know. Uh, being that all the other percentages stayed the same, it really seems to be just a ratio between the scooters and the skateboards. So, I don't know don't know. But what I do know is I'm doing everything I can to weather the storm because I'm not going anywhere. I made it through COVID. The little down tick in the economy is not going to do me in. Although it could, it's going to get worse before it gets better here. So keep me in mind. We're going to move on to the last segment of this particular podcast which is who knows what number of podcasts this is because there's been so many i'm looking for help we've had a long lineage of fantastic people that have worked at the skate park we had terrell we had cheyenne we had josh we have clark and those those are just our main people. There was many other Saturday morning helpers we've been through as well. And we are looking for new people. Clark is the man, and Clark is moving on. He has joined the military. He's shipping out in a few weeks. So come in and let Clark know you're going to miss him. We're all going to miss Clark. He's part of the family. That's what happens here. People that join the BFS family, they just move on to do great things out there in the world. Hits me right there. So we're looking for a replacement for Clark. Tough shoes to fill. 
We're also looking for Saturday morning beginner session helpers. We call them traffic control and etiquette coaches. These are volunteer positions, which basically means for two hours on Saturday morning, you will hang out with the beginners from 10 until 12. You're out there on foot. You say things like, hey, wait your turn. Hey, don't stand there. Hey, you know, don't take excessively long runs. You're essentially enforcing all the rules that are on the BFS etiquette signs. Okay. For that position, basically what we do is if you do that two hours in the morning, you get the rest of the Saturday to skate for free. And you get a free pass to come later in the week as a day pass. So essentially you're getting two all day passes, which is worth about $50 working for working for two hours. So it's a pretty good deal. If you're interested in that, let me know. Definitely looking for scooter riders for that and, and skateboarders. But honestly, it doesn't really matter what you ride. It doesn't even really matter your skill level. You just need to be uh, conscious of good skate park etiquette because you're, we're raising the next generation of scooterers and skaters and everyone else. So that's our beginner Saturday morning traffic control and etiquette coaches. We're looking for them. We're always looking for them. Second... As I said, we're looking for counter help, which is a Clark. Clark is going to be hard to replace. Clark Clark can open the skate park, can close the skate park. He's got a key. He knows the secret code. He counts the register. He does it all. We, you know, I can't just find someone that can do that. Basically, the, the third position I'm looking for are people that are kind of in training to be that. And how this works is you, I bring people on. Uh, they generally start as a volunteer where they just kind of sit at the counter and they learn how it works. Sign people in, check the waivers, ring them up, sell them Gatorade, stock the coolers. It's kind of like the minor leagues. What I tell everyone is like, listen, you come in for as many uh, as shifts as, as you want, right? And uh, as soon as I don't have to explain anything to you as soon as I don't have to tell you what to do then we're going to move on from volunteering into compensation from that point on it'll be a matter of how much you grow like do you answer the phone and know what to say can you grip a skateboard can you put grips on a scooter can you grip a scooter can you fix a left tire on a bike it's a lot of hats you have to wear to work at a skate park. And basically, if you, if you work with us long enough and you get to the point where you can handle most things that may come your way, well, then you can get a key and you might be able to close or open the skate park. And those people are priceless to me. It is a privilege to be one that holds the key. So, I mean, it could even be, I mean, you don't even have to ride to do this job, honestly. I mean, you're probably better off not being a rider. You could be a former rider. I could see maybe uh, your grandpa who's retired is looking for some side work. You know, it's just, you got to be able to talk to kids, talk to parents, talk to crusty skaters. You got to be uh, willing for me, I'll pay for it, but to, for you to get first aid certified. Um, 
and honestly, it's it's a really laid back job. I don't care if you do your homework at the counter, as long as everyone is being helped, and everyone's wearing a helmet, and no one's stealing anything. You know the basics. That's really what we're looking for. So if you think you could help us on Saturday morning, if you could just volunteer for some counter time, if you want to come in, do some sweeping, that would be great too. I'm willing to take what we can get because if, frankly, if I don't find someone who is reliable and trustworthy and competent by this winter, that means I will be working. Well, the skate park's open 1 to midnight on Friday, 10 to 10 on Saturday, and 10 to 10 on Sunday. So we're talking about working 36 plus hours over three days on top of the rest of the week. And my other two jobs. And and I'm a YouTuber. And like, I have a family, you know, I want to see my wife and kids sometimes too, so... It's a lot of work. So, uh, yeah, when you want to say the skate park isn't as good as you wish it could possibly be, it's because I'm doing a billion things all the time. And trust me, I'm trying. Like right now, it's 10 p.m. I'm in my studio recording a podcast. I worked my morning job. I worked the skate park job. Now I'm here. I'm keeping the dream alive, buddy. What are you doing? I'm pulling your leg there. So anyway, that's it. Um, Otherwise, things are great. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll see you at the skate park later.